0: Three, two, one go. How's it going everyone? Welcome to Artistic Play Network. My name is Benjamin Abba. I am your host for this evening. I am joined by Ben Fox. Good evening. Sean Greenhalf. Hello. And Sam Chapter. What up? So have we caved in and have we bought some next gen consoles? Yes. No. So that's one yes, one no sam uh, no i haven't either
1: I, uh, <laughs> i've, paid, I've just paid for a wedding <laughs> yeah
0: to be fair you've got, yeah you've got a really good reason not to buy one yeah. <laughs> so i own one
2: but i don't have one because it got like they took it away because there was no one at all oh no what <gasps> so I've, I've i've been sat you know without i own it but i can't play kills on.
3: So we have literally nothing to impart upon listeners as far as real <laughs> are, life experience goes. Three of the least qualified,
1: qualified <laughs> people to talk about the next gen.
0: Uh, well, we can talk about it in general anyway, because we have seen bits and bobs. Um, so, I mean, what I was what I was going to say is generally from what we've seen so far from sort of previews, trailers, reviews, are we actually quite impressed by the visuals? Do we think it's a huge jump or is it just a baby step?
3: Uh it's not a huge jump, but I, I kind of—I think everyone saw it coming. It's kind of the yeah. law of diminishing returns to some extent, isn't it? We're getting so close to that kind of zenith point anyway. Um, yeah. I think everything that we've seen, though, look, looks really impressive. I think Killzone looks great, just yeah. in its colour scheme, really. And yeah. uh, Forza as well, I thought looked good.
0: No, exactly. I mean, that, that one was a really good, I mean, especially in sort of when you see the, the cars from the outside. They're yeah. beautiful, stunningly beautiful. I mean, the, the environments and the trees are not anything to write home about, right. I don't think. The lighting's great, but the, the cars are just amazing.
3: I think the weirdest thing about Forza, though, not while it has gone off on a tangent this early, but <laughs> the, fact, the fact that it's, um, that's, that's the only kind of uh, weather environment, isn't it, and, and time of day, so there's yeah. like no variation in that at all, yes. so, which yeah. is bizarre considering there's so much
1: power and they've kept it that stripped back. And yeah, it also has a lot less cars and yeah. tracks than Forza what? 4 apparently.
0: Oh, what is even going on? I mean, and it's, many, many more
1: be... money gates. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're going to be selling loads more as DLC. So that is new generation, but last generation's you know sneaky tactics it, to less money out of people. Yeah. they're
3: in the menu though. That's the worst thing. They're in the menu as things that are there, like the Veyron, <laughs> the Bugatti Veyron's yeah. there. Try and select it. No, mate. You can't even buy it on its own. You have to spend 20 quid on a what? car pack. My God. Actually, 20... you no, know, $20. $20. Oh, it'll chaos. be it is pounds.
1: Yeah, sorry. That would be... Ben, prepare your swear noise. That is fucking ridiculous. It oh, is.
0: Good news. Good news. I don't have to anymore because we are now set explicit so you oh, can brilliant. swear to your heart's content.
1: Oh, thank fucking right. gibbery gutlet cunt for that.
0: Yes. What <laughs> have you not supposed
2: to before? No. Uh Sorry. Well, we weren't supposed to. I've been giving you extra work all this time.
0: Yeah, I, I've just been bleeping out with the Metal Gear Solid noise. <laughs> so, uh <laughs> I mean, what do we think of uh, Rise? Cuz from what everyone's been saying, it seems to be very much style over substance. Have we sort of is it something that actually if you had an Xbox One, would you be tempted to to give it a go or not really?
3: I'd be totally uh,
2: to give it a go just because there's nothing else at the minute well
3: yeah i, th- I think <laughs> I a lot of people have been saying yeah it's yeah. like well there isn't an awful lot this is a, at least a looker so it's like something you can slightly flex the hardware's muscles on um, yeah but I, I haven't read any kind of really bad reviews it just seems kind of middle of the road relatively fun to play but nothing in any way special
0: yeah i mean there a lot of people have been saying actually the story isn't that bad uh, yeah. And because it's just so visually incredible, it kind of keeps beating you around the head with amazing set pieces. Uh, I mean, like the one we saw at E3 with the, it was almost the Normandy beaches, but Rome style, which <laughs> yeah, seems a bit yeah. ridiculous actually saying it now. But uh, I mean, uh, Sam, Sam and I's good friend, Chris, he gave it a go and he said, actually, it was really good fun. Um, yeah. He was said how... I think kind of visually impressive it was, and although was very samey gameplay, it was still good fun regardless. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Chris mm. is At a least huge it looks fan of um...
2: the knack.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sam. <laughs> I, um, I think Chris is a huge fan of um, hack and slash as well. Yeah. So I think if you like hack and slash, then you might like Rise. Although, I suppose. Yeah, although
3: I am as well. I would, like Devil May Cry is one of my favorite game series ever. But the, the, the thing that annoys me about it apparently is that. All those really pretty, nicely animated finishing moves. Although there are prompts that come up to uh, to help you do them. Apparently that actually doesn't aid in anything other than like a damage stat. So you can sit really? there, start the animation, and then just watch it, and the result will be pretty much the same. Which That's is a... pretty annoying, I think.
0: That is a bit math.
1: Because <laughs> the best the thing about... I... I... Yeah. The more the I hear thing... about the next generation, the less I am inclined to, to pursue <laughs> yeah. it at all.
0: Yeah. I mean, I suppose, to be fair, in its defence, can we think of any generation that's launched better?
3: Well,
0: yeah. um... <laughs> we're, all, we're all lost for words. We're like, oh, what did you
3: launch with? Cameo, that was one of them. Cameo,
0: perfect, perfect Dark, Dark. Zero. Yeah. The less said about that, the better. Uh, Call of Duty yeah. 2, that was an amazing game, that was really good, actually. Yeah
1: didn't the nintendo 64 launch with mario 64 okay yeah argument is <laughs> is go. now invalid so
0: yeah. uh i mean so knack uh sean you were talking about knack i mean is that something you've picked up nope, nope. no no <laughs> interest nope. in picking up at all
2: i'll pick it up when it goes cheap eventually because yeah i might get a bit of fun out of it i, I do like things like ratchet and clank and whatnot. Yeah. yes any
3: video and F- F- is good though
2: no, it, but for a budget price, just to have something that's a PS4 game.
3: Oh, is it budget price?
2: No, uh, no. Then <laughs> when it goes cheap.
3: All uh, right, fine.
0: I'm
2: not going to be picking it up for 50
0: quid. No, exactly. I mean, the the visuals on that are just amazing, though. I mean, it does genuinely. It um did. I mean, they the, what what was it called? Astro Boy or something years ago. Genuinely, it looks very very similar to the style of that. Yeah, sort of animated movie which really is quite impressive considering yeah. you know the, what this console can do so uh well, I, go on
3: well apparently it's the, the star of that particular show is the, is the fact that he's made out of many little bits and it's all very impressive when he disintegrates but actually i was reading the game trailers review because yeah. the internet isn't good enough to render the video at the moment so i was just reading it and uh Apparently, the like the facial animations and stuff, and kind of the animations more broadly with the people, with those little anime people, yeah. don't really hold up to it. I think. Oh, really? I, yeah. Generally, just, he was generally disappointed. But then I haven't played it, so.
0: I mean, I sort of had a go at uh, at Eurogamer. I mean, Sam, did you did you manage to get a go on
1: it? Not at all. No. Yeah. I mean, I was I was just queuing and you know needing a wee and having <laughs> sore feet and yeah. thinking, oh, I just want to play fucking Killzone already. <laughs> exactly. And played it, clipped through the floor, and then just. Gave up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought,
0: fuck this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I sort of managed to bluff my way into playing it because I think we were only allowed to play one of, in a certain area of games. Um, but it was uh, mm, visually really good looking. Obviously, if the animations are rubbish and cutscenes and stuff, then that kind of doesn't really doesn't really help but um the, the the thing that really struck me is even though it was super impressive watching all these bits fly into him and him get bigger and that was a really cool effect and then having everything falling to bits when you're hit uh I felt that it all the bad guys were exactly the same like literally they were they were the same guys kind of almost yeah. ps2 era style where you would have one enemy type yeah Or sort of, and there would only be one look for that one enemy type. So you just have hordes of clones coming at you, and it just really takes away from it. It makes it feel quite unfinished in some ways.
3: And it's it's kind of because, as we were saying, the gap between uh, generations, as far as visuals are concerned, isn't as pronounced this time. But you'd have thought things like that, where the power can be placed to make it a more immersive and various kind of uh, or variety-filled kind of place. You'd have thought that would be where most of the resource would be going, and it's a shame that one of the launch titles seems to take a step back in that regard.
0: Exactly. I mean, especially with, I mean, they were saying that the story, which you would think being kind of they they'd hailed this as kind of almost animation level, like a sort of uh, DreamWorks animation sort of style, mm. and they they said that this was you know going to have a, a great story, and apparently it doesn't. It's no. not that great, which is just such a shame uh it's really disappointed by that i mean generally do we think actually so is is the feeling that we've been quite underwhelmed by next-gen consoles have no real
1: i think it's to be expected because yeah. this is the first jump in generations where yeah. there, where almost every type of game that you can conceive of can be carried by the ps3 and xbox yes um when you sort of think of some of the games that were sort of out on this generation arkham city and grand theft auto 4 you couldn't they couldn't have been handled at a you know a, a sort of a reduced level on a ps2 no with the sort of the some of the gameplay involved and sort of the scale of some of those games yeah whereas i don't know what they can do on a ps4 that they couldn't do on a ps3
0: um i mean generally in terms of tech there is a lot that they can do that they wouldn't have been able to do on ps3 but we haven't seen it yet I mean, uh, something like uh, the order. I think we mentioned this in the podcast before. Where, Sam, if you've seen the the actual trailer for the order 1866, um, that is actually in game.
1: Yeah yeah I visuals. mean I, I mean definitely so, when it comes to graphics and visuals yeah. yeah it's going to be a huge jump but what I'm yeah. talking about is sort of is gameplay uh, no, and scale and sort of you know if you imagine sort of the gameplay of something like XCOM that could have couldn't have been done on the on the on the PlayStation 2 because it's just sort of there's so much going on and sort of some of the yeah. heights of the buildings on Grand Theft Auto 4 and how much is actually going on in there if you reduce the graphics you I mean you still wouldn't have been able to handle it on a lower lower machine if that makes yeah. sense mm. whereas I don't know.
0: I mean, maybe with. I mean, did. I think there was something, correct me if I'm wrong, I think it was the Havoc engine where it had like a million different little pieces like cascading over this city and Mm, bouncing lost yeah yeah um so i mean maybe maybe that's kind of an indication that perhaps it could do something a bit more but we just haven't really seen it yet because i do you know i completely agree that i think there's just not really anything we haven't been able to do on our current systems yet which is just a bit of a tragedy to be honest so before we i mean we'll come back to next gen stuff later but is there a game which, for you guys, is kind of a standout? You're like, yeah, actually, I wouldn't mind playing that on next-gen consoles. Um,
3: uh, yeah, Infamous. Um, yes. It's only because I'm a big fan of, the, of yeah. the franchise, and it's the only way I can play the new one. Um, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pick up a console for it, but it's certainly if I, I imagine at some point I'll get a PS4, and that will be one of the first games I buy. Yeah. Any other pickers? That Metal
1: Gear, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely Metal Gear, yeah, that's a point. Um but I mean, I don't know, maybe the order. Yeah. I I like the uh, you know, pseudo historical alternate universe crap. That's well up my street.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, right, well we will come back to sort of the other games we're looking forward to later, but uh something I kind of wanted to to diverge onto is uh Assassin's Creed 4, which uh Sean, you've been kind of saying lots of really good things about it. You're
2: just... um, I love that game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so why? Why do you love it? What what is the story? Because everyone was thinking, oh it's just gonna be another another Assassin's Creed game, but actually no, it doesn't seem to be. So why? Because it's admitted as pirates. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, yeah, you've yeah. said it's almost like Sid Meier's Pirates meets The Wind Waker, which it, I'm just like, I'm, yes.
2: Yeah, I'm just sailing around on my ship, singing sea shanties and plundering things to get a better <laughs> ship to sail further and plunder more. Mm-hmm, that's... It's just I'm just sailing around. It's like, oh, there's an island. I'm gonna go have a look at it. Mm. Oh, I found some rum. I'm gonna sell some rum, buy some cannons. Yeah. Ah, and there's the dirty English. I'm gonna kill the dirty English.
1: <laughs> found some <laughs> rum as if it's like naturally occurring. Yes. <laughs> I found
0: a rum tree yeah exactly uh i mean how is the map how big is it
2: it's quite big i yeah it, it's a good track to get across it especially when you keep getting distracted by islands and other ships and storms yeah and whales and things yeah i, mean, I was just whaling just so i could sell their skin really yeah
0: that's i mean isn't there underwater sections as well where you can kind of
2: there is, but I'm not that far in the story. Yet.
0: Okay,
1: no, I haven't that's, played
2: that's, the story. I'm just sailing around <laughs> being a pirate.
1: That's awesome. I, I mean, that's but when it comes yeah. to the parkour and everything. Is there is, is there a lot of parkouring? Because I think that was a you know a very prominent element of the previous Assassin's Creed games, wasn't it? Uh, is it's there, still there is quite there much a bit.
2: That? It's still quite a bit, but because it's all shanty towns and trees and things, there's... yeah. But so thankfully, it's... because there isn't as much as there was, that horrible bloody Problem Assassin's Creed Three had oh. would just start running up walls if you got too close to them. Oh, There's it was, less of that.
1: That's good. Assassin's Creed Three was a spectacularly shite game. <laughs> sort <of laughs> when you consider the previous ones, where sort of you're in these ancient cities with these yeah. huge, you know, monasteries and cathedrals that you could dive off and go for it, and you know, in the sort of early settlement America, it was sort of all pretty. There wasn't really anything that big, and it sort of took away from it. We I did, mean, obviously uh, yeah. there was a lot wrong with the rest of the game (laughs) but sort of you know just regarding that point
0: no i was gonna say we did i I do agree i think we did have uh, many heated conversations about (laughs) the bloody trees climbing those bloody viewpoint trees was the (laughs) biggest nightmare in the world are the viewpoints better in this one
2: yeah the the nice and easy usually it's just like Oh, he's a ladder. I'm gonna climb up and get a viewpoint.
0: <laughs> What's That's A bit kind of, you know. So sort of whereas before you were kind of climbing hand over hand at these kind of huge structures, and this time it's just like, yeah, I'll just take a ladder. It's like kind of the equivalent of taking an elevator to the yeah. top.
2: <laughs> it's uh, that 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 I mean, that just really encapsulated how this game is really. Okay. Designed. You, like, even just the characters in, in 3, you had Connor, who was yeah. always, like, really miserable, and out for his vengeance mission, and it, it, it's that kind of thing that Ben likes for some reason. Well, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, now you've got Edward, who's Connor's granddad? You, uh, Connor's I granddad, think Ed so, Edward. Yeah. He's
1: Haytham Kenway's dad, isn't he? Yes, he is. yeah.
2: And he, he's not even an assassin, he just killed an assassin and stole his clothes.
1: Everything <laughs> <laughs> he it.
2: does is so he gets paid, it's like, the, there's still all that kind of like past civilization thing going on, but he doesn't care. It's like yeah. he's he stolen this assassin bloke's clothes, and he's met up with the Templars that the assassin was trying to join, yeah. and they're looking for something called the observatory that lets you see anywhere, uh, anyone, anywhere in the world. Yeah, it's basically that machine from X Men, but for normal people. Yeah, <laughs> and he's there, and he's like, all "Right, this could be the greatest thing in the world. I'm going to get there before these guys and sell it."
0: <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. Sell it yeah. to them. Yeah. yeah. So,
2: so he, yeah. He, he, and he, he works for just whoever's paying him at the time. You'll meet an assassin, and the assassins are going, oh, you didn't earn those robes, blah blah blah. You should be doing all this for what's right. And he's like, mate, if you pay me, I'll do whatever you want.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, especially because you know, speaking of trees, Connor did have the personality of one. He was just <laughs> so bland. Uh, so it's good to see that there's actually kind of an interesting, an interesting hero this time, which is good. I mean, would would we want to see uh, this Kenway back again? Yep. Yeah. Awesome. That's that's pretty cool. I mean, do we think actually that that might be potentially what they'll do? Is they might, because a lot of, I mean, a lot of sites have been suggesting that they should. Um. So I think I think Games Radar said recently where they said they should literally just make this a pirate game. And just like go off into almost a sub-series. Uh, I mean, do you think that would be a good idea, actually, to to kind of follow that? I'd buy it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yes. Assassin's Creed Black Flag 2, maybe. Yeah. Sort of like the cool. whole Modern Warfare. Yeah. Offshoot. But I, I really don't think they need to be an, it needs to be an annual franchise. No. I, by Assassin's Creed 3, I was just so worn out of Assassin's Creed. And that's why I haven't bothered with Assassin's Creed 4.
0: Yeah, I mean, I picked it up because I traded in lots of games, but I mean, Assassin's Creed 3, I, I, I think I liked it more than a lot of people did, but I still was a bit like, yeah, I'm um, getting, getting done. But anyway, something else that actually has been really surprising, uh, Sean might, I mean, we, we talked about this last time and Sean might disagree, but uh, Batman, Batman Arkham Origins, been super enjoying that game.
2: Oh, last time when I said extremely mean things about it despite enjoying it yeah
0: because I think because I literally had the same <laughs> reaction to you I was like yeah it's pretty much the same game as Arkham City to the point where it's even using the same sort of animations and the same sub sort of side quests like there's enigma data handlers and i'm like okay we... but at the same time you're like i just don't care because it's such good fun you know it, uh, it was awesome i mean sam you've um you've been playing that recently what the, did you... i
1: started it the day before yesterday so yeah. i'm really not very far at all
0: i mean you've, um, yeah How, what do you think
1: um so far the villains are shit um <laughs> yeah, well, i've never never heard of electrocutioner yeah it's um, pretty lame and I I actually thought I'd glitched through that uh, <laughs> boss battle, and you just saw it. I I actually didn't try and jump. I didn't actually try and punch him because I assumed I'd get shocked. Yeah. So I tried to jump him, and <laughs> triggered a cutscene where he knocked him out. And thought, uh. oh, right, okay, fine. <laughs> and yeah, and that, and the fact that I remember in the previous Arkham games there were clues yeah. in your in your you know your your Wayne tech. Browser thing, yes. and you had to take certain pictures, yes, um, yeah. pictures of things with your cow. I noticed that that's not there. I don't know whether I haven't unlocked it yet, or it doesn't appear ever.
2: Which oh, is a shame because just... they were great fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. they were great.
0: Exactly. That's I mean, shame. yeah, this time it's literally just you running around the city picking up objects. I mean, some of the, so, I mean, and they're not really that hard. The challenges, to be honest. I mean, most of them. The hardest they get is. Uh, sort of having to put explosive gel on, say, one side of switches and then throwing batarangs at the other. That's kind of, uh, you know, I mean, what what do we think of the character this time? Because obviously this is a very different Batman to the one we've seen before. Even though you can't really tell he's a different Batman from his animations because it's the same damn thing. Uh, he is far more Batman Begins than, I suppose, Arkham City. So do we do we like that?
1: Mm. Mm. He's fa- he's far more Christian Bale than Kevin yes. Conroy. Yes. And Kevin Conroy is the is the Batman sort of many people in our generation grew up with. Yeah. And Christian Bale was sort of you know you know good fairly decent film portrayal when he's not doing the you know Judge Dread voice, isn't he? So <laughs> uh, I don't know. I it's I, still I
2: a bit think... weird that he sounds like Chris Redfield.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> oh, crossover isn't he?
2: Yeah, Chris Redfield, Sonic the Hedgehog, Etsy your auditory. Yes,
1: yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog. I did <laughs> yeah. not know that. Yeah, genuinely. So uh, this on a Side note, Troy Troy Baker has had a fucking amazing year. Oh
0: god, yes. Yeah. I mean, do we do we think actually he's a good replacement for for Mark Hamill?
1: He's he sounds a hell of a lot like a young Mark Hamill. Jesus, he does. it's really good. I mean, I'm I was sort of gobsmacked by it. I was very sceptical when Mark Hamill said he wasn't returning because, you know, it yeah was like, Mark Hamill's the best joker. Yeah. And and Troy Baker's shockingly good.
0: Yeah, exactly. I and mean, with time, he would probably, you know, be to the point where you can't really tell the difference. I mean, it's it, this I mean, this time you really had to listen to be able to tell this isn't Mark Hamill. Mm-hmm. Uh it was great, really fantastic. I mean, there's a moment you'll come to, Sam, later, I'm not gonna spoil, but it's excellently done. It's yeah
1: i look forward to it yeah
0: it's it's something involving the joker which is just brilliant sean will probably know what i'm talking about at this point i think it's probably one of the most interesting parts of the game but that that's really cool uh but, you know, talking about uh roger craig Smith who voiced batman that that is clearly what bruce wayne was doing when he was away from gotham he was uh running around uh sonic's world and <laughs> chilling out in rome In the Green Hill Zone, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, do do we necessarily want them to keep doing origin stories? (sighs) Say, like, with this timeline, to have almost alternating between the two, you know, between the two uh, franchises, I suppose.
1: The idea of them doing a prequel seemed a little bit crass, if you ask me, Mm. with regards to Arkham Origins, especially as... You know, they do a couple of games and then they do a prequel. That seems like the, you know, default state of of games and films these days. And I don't know, especially as they they it doesn't really seem to be in Origins so far. It's just... No,
0: I mean, it's very... Yeah, yeah like we, I think, Sean, you pointed out, it is very vaguely the Origins of Arkham. Yeah. It's kind of... It's never really, a, you know... St- it's always
2: yeah. just hinted at. Yes. It's never actually stated or anything it's always subtly there that it's the from june of Arkham, but yeah
0: i mean it's,
2: it, yeah it, it definitely feels like there's a lot left out of this to meet a deadline
0: yeah i mean if i i'm getting the impression that actually the next game we see from i think it's isn't it warner brothers montreal who did this one yeah Yeah, I'm getting the impression that actually it will be another origin just like a a year on or something that will have the dual timelines, that will have the modern timeline that Rocksteady is doing. Yeah, no, it is Rocksteady. Yeah,
3: Yeah, Rocksteady.
0: Uh, Yeah, that they're doing, and that will be Kevin Conroy and all that kind of stuff, because I think he said he's working on it. And then we'll have the prequel timeline, which Roger Gray Smith and uh, Troy Breaker and uh, Mo- montreal are working on i kind of really wouldn't be surprised to that see
1: just a plot hole invitation waiting yes to happen isn't it
0: yeah well i mean to be fair they have already done that with the the grapnel boost thing which they made a big <laughs> fuss about him getting for the first time in
1: yeah i remember arkham you said city. last time that it was, yeah. a, it was a prototype in arkham city and yeah. then in arkham origins he's just got it
0: He's got it anyway he's just having great fun uh right so i suppose uh going back to the next gen apart from sort of the likes of uh, uncharted because we'll go over that probably later when we know more about it are there any other games that in the future that we're really super stoked about is there say obviously we've already talked about infamous no, uh, yeah. and border
1: so yeah ground zeros and the fountain pain
0: yeah because those are two separate things aren't they at this point Yep.
1: Ground Zeroes looks like it's more of a sequel to Peace Walker, mm. whereas Phantom Pain is going to be a continuation of the overarching continuity.
0: Yeah. So I mean, with I mean with Ground Zeroes, what do we know? Because as far as I'm aware, the story is this. This is kind of what leads into Phantom Pain, isn't it?
1: I think so because because you know the, yeah. the portable ops and and peace walker deal with big boss yeah. starting a uh his, his own sort of pmc yeah um and then i think metal gear solid i think you know ground zeros is a continuation of peace walker where he set up this you know yeah um successful agency and you know doing all this stuff with um with uh, captain miller yeah and then phantom pain is probably going to tie into the um les enfants terrible project where okay. they where he's cloned and gets uh you know yeah. uh liquid and solid and solidus and all that lot
0: yeah mm. i mean because what is that because not having played the original metal gear solid games i've only really sort of dabbled in peace walker what is the kind of the timeline between i mean how close are we by phantom pain to the original metal gear solid
3: well, they're, se- they're separated um, by I've them really in got. a coma aren't they
0: yeah, I think it's yeah, something like uh, almost 10 years he's in a coma or something. So that would obviously make it leap forward. But how, how close does that bring us to? Because I think Peace Walker was 70s, wasn't Peace it? Peace
2: Walker was 70s, so ground yeah. zero has to be late 70s as well. Yeah. Then depending on how long the coma is, we're going to be into the 80s here. Yeah. So LAT has already happened. What's and, that one? Uh, L'Enfant terrible.
3: Okay. Do they clone him when he's in a coma then?
2: Um, possibly. Yeah,
3: possibly. Um, I mean, that's, they cloned him yeah.
2: while he was in a coma. But by this point, I think he's had like seven comas or something. Uh, right, just because right. they keep throwing him into more.
0: Yeah, because I think um, as as far as I can tell, I mean, that's something that Edge suggested is that actually this is where, that that kind of coma is where the, the clones are made. Because presumably if he's not going to wake up, then you might as well clone your best soldier and try and get something back from him, I guess. So, yeah. um, I mean, because where do, I mean, where does, when does Metal Gear Solid take place? Is that 90s? Oh, really? Okay, so that is actually quite some way
1: but then before that, there's Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2, which I oh, really? think are either yeah. late 90s or early noughties. Yeah. yeah. So where so, does... Yeah.
0: So
2: Phantom Pain has to be basically Big Boss setting up. Uh, Out of Heaven was his first one, then it was Zanzibar land wasn't it? Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Hmm.
2: yeah, so this is where he's
0: going to basically become the bad guy.
1: Okay. He's going to go mad. Well, well... Yeah. the
3: bad guy in, in course inverted commas, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: And to be fair, from what we've seen of uh, Phantom Pain with giant flaming whales, he's probably <laughs> he's probably lost it by this yeah. point. You know, <laughs> I've, I've I've had it with all your crazy plots, uh, You know. So yeah. that, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> uh, but no, it could be really interesting. Uh, I mean, do we have any other games that we're really super looking forward to? Like Destiny, for instance.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh... not looking forward to. I'd say really yeah i agree so if if, if i'd gone the other way and got an xbox one i'd be interested in titanfall
1: oh god yes yeah Mm. yeah titanfall does look sort of if i had an xbox one i would definitely get titanfall but that's
0: probably about it really i mean to be fair you can do it on 360 though but would you
1: want to
2: yes
0: (laughs) well i mean when sam would you agree when we actually saw it running it wasn't that impressive visually
1: yeah, they were, but it looks it looked fun. Yeah, oh, certainly. definitely, yeah. It, it, it didn't yeah. look particularly next-gen, but yeah. it looked enjoyable. Giant mechs are always fun. Oh, definitely,
0: yeah. I mean, I, and I, I, yeah, no
1: yeah. Sort of mechs and multiplayer tends to work pretty well. Um, I mean, if they sort of, you know, added multiplayer to something like Zone of the Enders, that would have been yeah. so much more fun. But as, I don't know, something about, you know, just troopers going, you know, doing their multiplayer yeah. that way just seems, we would seen that, done that for yeah. years now and it's time to shake it up a bit
0: no exactly well hopefully i mean games like destiny will shake it up a bit i mean i'm I'm kind of really looking forward to witcher witcher 3 that, yes. that could be really interesting i mean i just got i haven't played the original two but the steam sale uh i think they were like three quid or something like one and three quid respectively I was, yes um but that just looks awesome i mean with I mean, the uh, first
2: yeah. one was good but the second one was phenomenal
0: really yeah. Oh, that's 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 great. I mean especially just the 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 scope of how it how big it looks it looks huge and hopefully if they've got like a genuinely mature storyline because that's something i always kind of had a problem with dragon age about is it said it was mature but only because they decided to include boobs and blood and mud yeah
1: exactly yeah
0: and so i'm just like well ugh, that's not really mature and then i don't know but i mean what do we think david
1: cage's idea of mature <laughs>
0: yes <laughs> i mean what do we think Inquisition's going to be like dragon age inquisition Interested or just not really, not really that fast.
3: Uh, I'm interested, certainly. Yeah. Um, I've still not finished too, but I, yeah, I would certainly play. It. I'm a fan of the series generally, but yeah, I don't know Have we had enough information to hypothesize anything significant. They did. There was a leaked um, extended gameplay
0: session. Oh, you yeah, know, I have seen yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it did look really interesting. I mean, certainly it the did. ideas they were playing around with, and it looks like it's kind of going into more difficult moral choices because as much as i adore mass effect uh that was one thing i felt they didn't really do until the sort of end of the second one and the third one were difficult moral choices it was either who do you want to screw or do you want to kill the puppy or not kill the puppy was pretty much the choices Mm. you had and you know i adore those games but that was i think for me the first one it was too much this is what's going to come later rather than impact of choices now whereas inquisition does look to be having more i suppose direct uncomfortable situations say like if you choose not to save a village you will go back and find all the burnt bodies and it's pretty hideous and that that seems quite clever
1: well they've been working on inquisition for quite a while now whereas I, d- I don't know if it was just me, but the, the gap between Dragon Age Origins and Dragon Age 2 coming out was sort of a ridiculously short amount of time. And yeah. I think quite a lot of the criticisms leveled at Dragon Age 2 was that it was rushed. Yeah. So hopefully that's going to you know be ironed out with Inquisition.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm really hoping with Inquisition they do keep the kind of tone they had in Dragon Age 2. Because while I enjoyed Origins, the problem I had with it as I felt it was very cliched. It was pretty much the Lord of the Rings Mark II. Um, and while that's that's all good and well, I felt that it, it didn't really stand on its two feet very well. It was it, it kind of, there was the very traditional, big, evil, faceless threat. And whereas, although I think Dragon Age 2's plot was flawed, I mean, it did feel like just a shopping list of events eventually. Nothing really tied it together. Um, it was far more human and the, the villains weren't as villainous as, say, the, the Darkspawn. They weren't as faceless and two D. Um, so I'm hoping that we kind of keep that going in Dragon Age Three. I might, you know, be making people angry there, but you oh, know, right. that, that's that's something, uh, something that I hope they keep going with. Something else I hope they keep going with is uh, Burial at Sea. I have not played that yet, but I'm I'm really wanting to. Sam, you uh, you gave it a go, and I think Ben did you as well.
3: Uh, I didn't know. I've lost my copy of Bioshock Infinite. It oh didn't make, no! It it didn't make the move back from the oh. university. I have no idea where it is. So yeah, I haven't played the dlc
0: Just like one of your roommates is just. Ha,
1: yeah, ha, maybe ha. yeah.
0: So <laughs> no, what do you reckon? It's
1: good. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. Um, it's you know nothing. You know it's it's just more of Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. Um. So it's the it's the same gameplay. It. It does feel like they've amped up the horror aspect. Ammo is more scarce. Good. Um, there's, you know, the splicers are, are, you know, pretty strong again. God damn splicers! And, yeah, splicers. Splicers. And it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty tough. I died quite a few times, yeah. and I didn't really in infinite, even on 1999 mode when you get yeah. a couple of. Um, uh, them. They're not plasmids, are they? Get vigors, that's it. Yeah. You get a couple of vigors, you can you can you know do what you want really. Whereas with this, it was it was pretty challenging and it felt like a horror experience again. Yeah. And I very much enjoyed it. And there's more there's more plot to you know beyond We don't we haven't found out why Booker and Elizabeth are in are in rapture and which versions yeah. of them they are and why they've jumped through time. I mean, we'll so, see. yeah. I mean, when when it starts, he
0: kind of splutters as if he's. You know, as you know, he's choking as if he's you know obviously just been underwater or something, which which is kind of tied into infinite, which is quite interesting. I think to you know, I think that's that's a really interesting kind of link. But I don't know whether it's that, if that spoilers. <laughs> oh. No. oh
1: oh you're joking you have no no, no oh, I, I have played, played it. it yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah no oh, we good. i think we've, we've all played it no that's fine um
1: I... good oh yeah spoilers f- <laughs> for... yeah let's go back to spoiler <laughs> warning in the podcast
0: good lord there are bioshock infinite spoilers up ahead so if you do not want the game spoiled for you skip ahead two minutes but uh <laughs> but um yeah i mean that was something that uh i think was when you know when he was drowned as comstock i think that it almost seems to be a direct link that he wakes up after that drowning in, in in rapture, and you know he's just assuming another life. That's kind of what I what I took it to be. I mean, I haven't sort of played it yet, but um, I don't know. It'll be very interesting to see where they go with it. I, I really hope they do tie it together because it would be a bit naff if they just said, "Oh, it's just another Booker and just another Elizabeth." Uh, blah, blah, blah.
1: Well, I mean, I don't think it is because it's, oh, it's. I mean, spoilers for the game yeah uh, for burial really, at sea um actually shall i give spoilers actually if you guys haven't played it yet or haven't yeah, played it not. yet yeah uh, I, I won't then i'll okay so... i mean does
0: it does it kind of raise interesting questions around that subject
1: yes cool. and if they are if you know if characters are alluded to be who we think they are yeah. then it's gotten messy really yeah, in terms of you know alternate copies of people, we're we're looking at potentially another lutest situation on our hands.
0: Oh really? Oh well, that is interesting. No, that that's pretty cool. Uh, so I suppose to to finish up with, is there one game or you know pack of DLC, for instance, like Burial at Sea that we would actually we would say is our game of the month so far?
1: That we uh, would say sure.
0: everyone should pick up. Everyone should have a look at.
1: And I think you can guess mine.
0: Yeah. Yes. So talk talk us uh, talk to us about uh, Link Between Worlds.
1: It's brilliant. Yeah. It's probably the it's certainly the best Zelda handheld since Link's Awakening. Cool. And um, definitely the best Zelda game since um possibly The Wind Waker. Wow. That's that's, that's quite
0: high praise. It's really really good. So what is it that really grabs you about it?
1: Uh, well, the dungeons are phenomenal. Yeah. You sort of, I have been stuck so many times on the dungeons. Yeah. And having to really think about it, you know, sort of, specifically Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks, where, right, you're in this place, you've got to find the exit, get this thing. Whereas in that, you've really got to think, you think, what the? Fucking hell do i do here i just yeah really really having to think outside of the box with regards yes. to the dungeons um the treasures are well you know your you're standard fare but they're sort of used in really interesting ways yeah specifically regards to the bosses it's really not very gimmicky it hardly uses the um the uh touchscreen like the previous ones did and yes. it's just a return to form for the franchise. Fantastic. And I would highly recommend it.
0: Brilliant. Now that's that's good. I mean, because the I think the whole idea is it's is it a sequel to a link to the past?
1: Yeah, I think it's mm-hmm. uh I think it's sort of two generations after the link from a link to the past. Okay. So oh, sort of the beautiful. events of it are in recent memory for the yeah. characters.
0: Yeah. Do we have anything else we would uh, we would like to? I mean, Ben, is there anything you would say?
1: Um, or ev-
0: even if you just had something you really wanted to pick up but couldn't.
3: Uh, I wanted to pick up Assassin's Creed Four. Was that yeah. this
0: month? Uh I think it was at the tail end of last month, so it oh, still right. counts. Still counts.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I, I'm one of the rare people that liked three. I want to play four; just really yeah. interest me, um, but I don't have the money. But yeah, other than that, I haven't really played anything new at all. I've been playing Final Fantasy XII on PS2. Well, do you remember? Great. In fact, in fact, do you remember when we did that other podcast? I was going on a, for weeks and weeks about how I was stuck on Final Fantasy XII and that yes. I was making no progress, and I put loads of hours on. To, yeah into it got home today turned it on someone's deleted the save that's what? like 100, 100, 120 hours oh. worth of games. i was on the last boss oh, i was on the Jeez. last and for anyone who's played that it's the most fucking boring final fantasy game ever and i've started it again this evening oh like crying God. the entire time <laughs> yeah, just...
1: i i loved final fantasy 12 i think it was I... so much better than 10
3: really oh i, I, I hated X. X. 10 I can't even have this conversation. But,
0: uh, <laughs> what was the What was the episode we did ages ago where I think you you said that you loved ten and uh, we ended up putting the laughter of those two characters over the entirety of what you were saying?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, cheapest of all shots when it comes to them. But yeah, I can I can entirely understand why someone wouldn't like it. But I just find twelve story to be so dragging and plodding and pointless but uh because which one was 12 that was the it's the one where he plays van who has absolutely nothing to do with the story at large and it's just (laughs) lots of political intrigue that isn't very interesting at all and the others just kind of mill about in it and that's the whole thing
0: because which one was the which one was where your kind of underwater beach ball i seem to remember that's that's
1: 10 that's 10 yeah Okay. They're terrible. And then they they did a sequel to it that was Charlie's Angels on the beach. Oh really? yeah, ten two. Yeah, I'd play that as well. I'm I'm looking forward to getting them both on ps 3 really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna get them because I'm a Final Fantasy nerd. But I'm and I'm gonna play through them and not enjoy them. What about Lightning Returns?
3: <laughs> Sorry, just just move on. What do you like about twelve, Sam? What is it to like about twelve?
1: it's got really great music i love the um the, the you know chessboard good. system oh, the music's great i mean I, yeah, it's, yeah, I, agree, not I agree. Done, yeah not done by um what's his name nobuo uematsu yeah. um but because he's not done them for a while now um yeah. i love the leveling system the grid system it's so much uh you know it's more dynamic than the you know fucking grid system in final Fantasy 10 that is um,
3: shit yeah i grant you
1: yeah and um yeah it just sort of and i also I, I am a fan of the you know mmo style yeah. um combat in it as opposed to it being just turn-based i like the fact that you can you know get a swipe in and then run around while your atb bar fills up i enjoy it i really like it. it i didn't finish it no no
3: because it's like oh it's such a grind towards the end it's such a grind you're <laughs> there for hours just trying to really? get up one level. Yeah, I won't go on about it. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> it. fine. It's, <laughs> hurt, it's hurt me deeply.
0: <laughs> You're wounded. Yeah. Sure. I'm sorry. Would you uh, would you end up recommending Killzone Shadow because obviously you were going to pick it up?
2: <laughs> uh, I would, but I, I I I'm the guy who recommended Vampire Reign.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh, is that a black mark against you now forever?
2: I I I, I just recommend anything that isn't Dead Island, really. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> exactly.
2: Uh, but um. Yeah, really. I'm I'm with I'm with Sam. The yeah. link between worlds is yeah. it's, it's phenomenal, yeah. I, and it looks fantastic with the 3D slider on.
1: Yeah, see, it's I, fantastic yeah. without the 3D slider on as well, <laughs> which is always a good thing. I mean,
0: I i mean, especially because it, it's drawing on you know link uh link to the past's visuals. It, it's very much kind of in the same ballpark, which is quite nice to kind of you know nostalgia hit. Uh, I think I would I I would say that, but. I mean, even even though I've only played bits of it, so Eurogamer, a uh, gamer, Super Mario 3D World would be the one I would I would kind of give a medal because good lord, that game was fun. You know, even Not good
1: things. Yeah.
0: Even after playing, what, t- 10, 20 minutes of it, I'm like, yes, I would recommend that wholeheartedly. The, that was awesome um so yeah basically play uh play final fantasy or or a nintendo game when you source <laughs> it right that is uh that is us for this time uh next month we will be going over uh, i think our sort of favorite games of the generation we've talked about the games we felt defined the generation now i'd like to kind of go into the games that meant the most to us and obviously talking about our favorite games from this year so make sure you check us out on uh, i think it's, we're going to post on the first of each month now just because it's easy for everyone to remember so thank you uh thank you sam thank you sean thank you ben you can find us on twitter i'm at the wordy ben sean you are
2: at diehard sean
0: sam you are
1: at just an idea
0: without a t and of course last but not least ben where can you be found
3: at ben Fox
0: 91 And mm. um, we do do things outside of the podcast. I do my Metro blog. You can check that out on uh, just Google it. should be able to find it fairly easily. Ben, you also record with Future Radio every
3: Friday. Yeah, I co-host a show now on uh, Future Radio. Oh, fantastic. 2pm uh, to 4pm every uh, Friday. Weekend, what's on is what it's called.
0: Brilliant. Fantastic. Yeah. And Sean, you post every month on something to do with science and games. I think last time it was lasers.
2: Yes, it was lasers.
0: <laughs> What's going to mm-hmm. be this month on Ready Up?
2: Uh, this month it's going to be just a look in general at near future weaponry. Just Fantastic. Because it follows on from lasers and I'm being lazy. <laughs>
0: It's a good idea, though. Uh, obviously, if you enjoyed our soundtrack, you can uh, go check out more from Solemn Camel Crew who provided it. The, you can find them on SoundCloud or on iTunes. Definitely advise that. And something else, last thing I would uh, advise you do is uh, actually watch Charlie Brooker's documentary yesterday, the, uh, How Video Games oh, yeah. Changed the World. That was mm, excellent. So I think you can find it on 4 On Demand. So that's uh, it's much nicer than, uh, from what I can tell, watching him trying to teach Jon Snow how to play video games. That
1: was the most yeah. awkward <laughs> thing, wasn't it?
0: <laughs> oh, dear. Well, thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening. And we will catch you next month. Goodbye. Bye.
3: Bye. <laughs>